Hi everyone, Robin Papworth from Play Move Improve. I've decided to do something a little bit different for the next few days. I'm going to be doing a child development car chat series. My reason for doing it comes out of desperation for time actually uh, because of the lockdowns that we've had in Melbourne over the last few years. My schedule is heavily booked and I still want to get the message out to families and educators and teachers about child development but I am spending a lot of time in my car. So these next few weeks of chatting on, on, the, on just to you via video so these next few episodes of chatting in my car will hopefully bring you some strategies and tips for children's motor development, social development and emotional development. I wanted to start with a great question that Tammy from Playball asked me and it was what do I actually want to achieve in the coming years and I, great question Tammy, <laughs> um, I, it put me on the spot but it really got me thinking. Over the many years, I've worked in lots of schools all around Australia and kindergartens as well. And what I've noticed in schools is they have a huge pressure to, in the curriculum to get children to read, which is, of course, very important. I myself are an, a, a very passionate reader, so I do see the importance of reading. However, I do feel that sometimes some schools lack that foundational area of developing the motor skills needed for reading. So I, my goal, Tammy, uh, long term is that I would love my motor development program to be a key component of the literacy program in schools, Australia and worldwide. What a big dream that is. But hey, just putting it out there. First episode of Child Development Car Chat. So with in regards to why I want that to be such of importance is I feel like a lot of the children that I see in reading recovery programs, I do apologise if I've used an old term that's no longer used, but in programs where children are pulled out of their classroom in small groups to try and build up their reading skills, some schools, some teachers are, and, and education support workers are absolutely amazing. They get the, the students who come out in those small groups to do lots of movement as a warm-up. They use music as rhythm therapy. There's some really great programs and activities that I know a lot of you are using. However, I still do see a big gap in this space where children are brought out to small group sessions to do their reading recovery programs or to do their reading practice. However, there isn't a process for checking these children's foundational level of reading. For example, I'd love for every reading program to make sure that these children, every child in Australia can visually track with their, both of their eyes moving smoothly. There's a visual tracking podcast episode for Play, Move, Improve if you want to learn more. But basically, we have two functions for our visual tracking. We have what's called visual pursuit and visual saccades. Now, I might be pronouncing that wrong for some of my worldwide followers, but basically, we have two different skills of the visual system. We need to be able to follow an item that's moving. So I need to be able to move my eyes smoothly, left to right, up and down when I'm watching a moving car, a moving ball or a moving image on a computer. But then I also need to have what's called saccades where I need to be able to target and focus on an object. And this is where and sort of we can see that children who have difficulties with saccades often have difficulty jumping from one object to another and focusing on an object on the left 
and then focusing on an object on the right. And it's these skills of visual tracking that if we don't have the foundation of these skills, then it's going to be hard to read those books. Another thing that I also see with children is poor spatial relationships. A simple task we would ask a child in kindergarten is can they get two objects and put one of the objects on top of another object, in front of another object, underneath another object. These are what we need these spatial relationships to know that in the word bed, the B comes before the E and then the D. We need to know spatial relationships to know that the B is at the start of the word and the D is at the end of the word. But some children can't line three blocks up all in a row. So we're going to struggle with those three letters being all in a row. One skill that I do find some children challenge, find challenging is vestibular exercises where they put their body upside down. This could be in an activity like a bear walk or like tunnel ball. What we're finding is children who struggle with their vestibular system may find difficulties with these letters B, D, P and Q because if I don't understand when my body's upside down, then I may not understand when a P and a Q are upside down compared to a B and a D. So you can see that these really foundational skills are needed as part of our reading program. So that is a long-winded answer, Tammy, to your question. But I just wanted to put that out there that that is a goal that I'd really love to have. Uh, little little plug, I do have a reading program on my website, playmoveimprove.com.au with, of course, all of those activities that I've just mentioned. And that's, that's my goal. I just keep chipping away at the kindergarten and, and education um, areas just to try and get the importance of motor development out there. And I know a lot of you are helping spread my message and share my ideas with all of your connections. So thank you. And thanks for tuning in to my first episode of Child Development Car Chats. Speak to you soon.